been using. Okay, well, what is a piccata? What is that? It's a pie oh, so or something? My my goal my goal lately has been to be able to cook an entire page of the Cheesecake Factory menu. Oh, okay. So one of the pages is very heavily chicken, and I'm start I started with the marsala. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I have that one down, so I figured I'd go to the piccata. The piccata is like a lemon cream sauce with okay. white wine and capers. So I'm not sure how much you really dig into the cooking for the kids, but yeah, uh, I'm sure anything piccata is not probably going to be something for the kids. Uh, actually, I you know what? I'm pretty sure your kids would might love my chicken piccata. Okay, so well, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll never get to find out. <laughs> Being in a, well, it'd, it'd be funny when one day I show up to your house with all the ingredients for a chicken piccata it's a and random, then just go, hey, hey man, just point me to the kitchen and then just take care of business right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, we're, just watch our kids. We'll be back in three days. <laughs> where's your, where's your grill You know, we're going to get a real chicken piccata in, it, in Italy. Um, <laughs> we'll see ya. Yeah. Have fun with the kids. Uh, there's some bottles in the fridge. Right. So... Yeah. So, how about you? Um, anything? Anything? You do anything exciting last week? Yeah. Um, kind of took it old school and threw a poker night. So that was fun. Poker night. A poker night. Poker. Not a, oh, sorry. Yeah. I heard. Maybe a hooker night. Poker. Yeah. No. A hooker night. Who? What friends are you hanging out with? Where going nostalgic <laughs> is a hooker night. I don't I was know, like, really know what that is. I, wait. So wait, the wifey pat. The, the wifey okayed this one. Like yeah. you just threw it. You're like, hey, you know what? Throwing a hooker night, just just throwing it, just throwing <laughs> Didn't it. Even it's like you. ladies' night. It's like ladies' night, but just hookers. You know what hookers. I mean? <laughs> yeah, no cover. It's all good. Honey, you no. know how you went to wine with the girls a couple a couple weeks ago? Well, we're uh, just having a bunch of hookers. So if you could put a cheese plate out, um, yeah, that would be, be excellent. <laughs> there you go. No, so we had a poker night, and it's funny because um, I didn't communicate very effectively that like maybe we, we could pot, buy in for some small stakes you know maybe like 20 bucks or something is what i thought would have been good but um pretty much every, and and the the people that i invited were mostly my neighbors because lately i've been very much more tight-knit with with my neighbors which was a pleasant surprise and so we've been doing these like brew hops lately but this time I said, oh, let's do a poker night. And so um, there's a good maybe like six, seven of us that, that, that played. And you know how you – like I remember before how I had one of those like felt, like kind of fold-out little things um, that had like cup holders. It's shaped like an octagon so it can fit eight people because one player per side of the, of the, of the tabletop. Um, so that's what I did. But like I had to teach two people how to play poker like – from nothing, like not knowing anything, Ooh. which was kind of fun. So like, you this could is say a the pair. The field is was like, really wide. Yeah. Like I had to print out a cheat sheet basically for poker Ooh. hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it was kind of a good thing that actually, um, and then, and then, um, like my, my other buddy who's like, Oh, um, I didn't bring any cash. Like, do you want me to stop by the house to like pick up some cash? I'm like, no, 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 whatever, dude. Like it's, it's, I could tell the crowd that I was working with. It was like straight out of Ocean's Eleven where the guy is trying to teach poker to the celebrities and they're like, all red cards. Oh, yeah. For a flush, it's just like, nope, not, not happening. So. Especially if, you, if you're no, really I, trying to enjoy like, well, if, Well, I know you enjoy teaching. Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly. I'm just, as someone who likes to play games, 
Oh yeah, it, it's nice to actually. It's know. nice to get a good. Essentially, it's nice to get a good volley going on. Yeah. Exactly, I understand that. And so we, it did. Like it, it took some time to to kind of get some, you know, the gist of the game going. Um, and it wasn't too too difficult to teach. But it was just the fact that like I had to start at that low of a level, which is fine. I'm happy to do it. But uh, yeah, we did. So we didn't play for any money. We played for like pretend money, basically. It was a. I, what I was thinking is it's a practice session for the next time we play poker and then next time we play, I'm definitely communicating we are playing for some money. Not a lot of money, but just enough money so that people don't do anything stupid. You know, so <laughs> it'd be funny if like three of like half of your neighbors end up being like raging raging gambling addicts. And yeah. then like coming in, they're like, oh, he, I brought $500 with me, you know, and yeah. just, uh, <laughs> and no, Christian, I know I owe you mortgage next time, but, um, yeah. maybe you could spot me a couple grand. Um, the, the juice is flowing. <laughs> the, can you spot me some? It's like, all right, well, you know, the juice is running hot. 10%, 10% oh, a man. week. Oh man. I'm going to stake you. Maybe that's what yeah. you should introduce him to. I'm going to stake no. you some, with some cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the so next the next barbecue is gonna be real awkward with the with the with the wife. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. No, I mean, but it was it was fun. It was a good time. Um, kind of brought back old old memories of college days, and uh, you you'd be showing up like three hours later with a freaking sausage and onion pizza. I for some reason I always remember that. Well, you always got to bring something, man. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I don't and know I, who and, shows yeah. up to a party without bringing something. No, no, I yeah, I understand. Um, I'm all for that. So, um, so that that was that was pretty fun. Remember um, the time I showed up with hookers? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hooker night. Oh, man. Sausage and onion hookers. I don't know. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's no. not a combination. Horrible visual. Horrible. No, if yeah, if yeah. anything, no. <laughs> yeah. So. So we should make some um, wild predictions because um, by the time this episode comes out, I think it's already going to be over. We should talk about Mayweather and, and Conor McGregor. Oh God! Okay. So no, it's okay. Due to the due to the original recording date of this, just know that we do these ahead of time. So by the time you're listening to this, all of our stupid predictions are, you know. I just want to preface this with, so. At least you have some kind of striking background, and I mm-hmm. too. I mean, you yeah. did how many years of, uh, of of kung fu? I did so many years of uh, right, maybe like ten or something. So, exactly. Yeah. I did some taekwondo. I did a few years of taekwondo, and yeah. then also did quite a bit of just not not competitive boxing, but trained some boxing. I don't know. I don't. Uh-huh. I wouldn't call myself a boxer. But I, I've trained some boxing, just a little yeah. bit, and not even competitively or against like live sparring partners. I, I just, you know. So, if you hear an opinion here that you don't like, we know that we're unqualified to make these <laughs> these uh, opinions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, also, we also realize that like same there for are the bigger Facebook fish, bigger, bigger fish to fry, and and like bigger deals in the world. You know, in terms of like hunger, poverty, and all that. But whatever. Today we're talking about this so. so i'm gonna start i'm gonna start off by saying that you have to remember that floyd floyd mayweather is uh undefeated he's actually 4-0 against all the women he's faced there you go <laughs> nice also with 4-0 he's 40 right he's 40 years old he's 40 years old and yep. he's fighting a guy coming off of mma now here's yeah. the thing and is, how old is conor mcgregor He's even. He's not even thirty, right? He's like not even thirty. He's in his yeah. prime for sure. Yeah. For yeah. and I know uh, in MMA lightweights, um, 
the lighter you are, typically your prime comes earlier because as a heavyweight, your prime's typically, from what I'm seeing, is typically in like your early to mid 30s. Oh, okay. um, with the lightweights, um, it, the lighter weights, especially with him at lightweight and I, not featherweight, whatever is underneath lightweight. Uh, like 155, 145, usually it's by like 27, 28. That is your prime because it's yeah. easier to cut the weight and you have enough, uh, enough of a knowledge, um, pool to, to really, to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So he's in his prime. Mayweather is not in his prime and he actually like, I think he missed the opportunity to fight in his prime versus Pacquiao. So maybe he's, this is, this is like straight money grab. Well, that's this, the thing. It's thing, like, so. you have to, like, you have to understand that like Floyd Mayweather, he's not stupid. I mean, he might not be able to read, but he's not stupid. He's making, he's making money off of this. Oh yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. and you know, I don't, I mean, he's smart. He's a smart, he's a smart businessman, but I really, and I, I even say he's a good fighter, but I, but it, the fighting do not, doesn't matter. The fighting part doesn't even matter. No. It's the money-making part. Yeah, but right? so like, here's the thing is I, you know, I, I can appreciate fighting as a martial artist and then I can appreciate fighting as a fan. And to me, I don't appreciate – I appreciate um, I appreciate Floyd Mayweather as a boxer, as a defensive boxer. I mean, he's a, he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get hit. You yeah. know, and you have to appreciate that as as a as a fan of the sport. But for me, as a fan, uh, I mean, I I'm a big I'm a much bigger uh, MMA fan than I am a boxing fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I like fights, and I feel like with with Floyd, he doesn't really fight; he boxes. So he's not. Yeah. I, I feel like he's trying to win a decision instead of finish it, and that's the reason why I really appreciate UFC. There's more ways to lose. There's more options. So. Um, it's, it's, for me, it's checkers versus chess and it, I I don't appreciate trying to win a decision. I mean, I know it's an athletic contest, mm-hmm. but MMA to me mim- mimics a real fight as close as possible without becoming a fight. I know yeah. it's not a real fight. There's no, I mean, you know, there's no ball punching. There's no fish hooks or eye gouges. So sure. yes, there, it's not a real fight, but it's probably as close as you're going to get to one, at least closer than boxing. So. Right, right. And and I mean, that we can just go off on, on sport just in general. I mean, what you're saying is different sports test different things and you just happen to like the sport of MMA better because you like the things that it tests better than than uh, boxing. Like, right. Um, like, like, for example, wrong. it's 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 as if uh, it's like defensive anything kind of isn't, isn't that fun to watch unless you're like kind of an aficionado or a fan of that sport, like defensive football isn't particularly fun but if defense wins championships and like if it's like if that that's why they end up changing the rules of football to say like yeah we got to try to drive more offense there so they, they'll try to innovate whereas boxing at least has not really been innovative in ways to try to use the the rules of the of the game to to attract a, a crowd that has an appetite for less decisions it's like it's like before i think in hockey there were a lot less or there were a lot more ties in hockey and then they changed the rules such that there's a lot less ties now or something well no i know with soccer like they, soccer friendly with, with hockey they did something smart they made the uh i think they made the rink bigger and then they made the goal bigger and then they reduced the they made the limits for the goalie pads smaller as well Okay, there you go. So yeah. by do by doing that it essentially it opened up the offense a little bit more cuz i yeah. mean 
don't get me wrong. Some people will say they love watching a zero like a zero one fight or a zero one uh, contest in either soccer or hockey. Yeah. And like as a as a as a sportsman, um, you know, as a as a as a sportsman, yes, I can appreciate the the tactical um, practice. I mm-hmm. guess you could say, but as a fan, it's boring as shit. So yeah. yeah. And some uh, some sports definitely cater more to the fans and some some less. But I mean, I, I'm I'm fascinated in in Mayweather um, McGregor not actually for the match itself that that's I guess by the time this comes out has already happened. Um, maybe I'm totally wrong and it was an f- amazing fight of the whatever decade century whatever uh, probably not century, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure it was a pretty short fight that everybody watched. Um, I don't think and, so. Okay, you gonna you think it's gonna be awesome? I think no. Um, I I see three different outcomes for this. Oh, you oh sorry, you saw a decision. Sorry, a decision. It's drawn out. You you, you saw a drawn out. It's kind of boring affair. Right? I, I see no. I see it in three different ways. I I see it as uh, uh, Mayweather's always had issues with his hands. He's got uh, he's got soft hands. I mean, um, relatively. Don't get me wrong. He kicked. You're my talking ass. about like as, in terms of the the power, right? In order the ability to knock somebody out. You mean? No, and just my soft, hands, soft hands. He he breaks his hands often. Oh, you know, oh, it's, oh, got it. it, it it's not. It's it, it kind of sucks. So yeah. the thing is, is and and that with that being said, yes, his power is affected. He doesn't throw. He's not really a power puncher. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a defensive boxer. So I don't I don't really see him looking for the knockout. I'm I, I'm I see a guy trying to make money. He's gonna avoid getting hit. Mm-hmm. He's going to tag McGregor when he can and then clinch up. And yep. uh, and then score repeat, points, rinse and repeat. Yeah, yep. score points and win. Now, I see in in the three outcomes that I see, he does that for twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. McGregor doesn't touch him, so mm-hmm. that's one outcome. Um, then there is McGregor uh, actually touches him, you know, mm-hmm. actually puts him in trouble, but not enough to take away a decision. Okay, you know, I so and. You know, there's a lot of uh, arguments online. You know, McGregor's bigger, he's faster. I don't think he's bigger, but I don't think he's that much bigger. I think it's mm-hmm. like he's like five eight to five five or five six. Mm-hmm. So you know, and yes, he's in his prime. He's going to be quicker, but it's not like McGregor can kick him in the face. You know, it's not like McGregor can can <laughs> can take him down. No, and everybody's hoping, he, everybody's hoping he just does a takedown and takes, and then the, and then the ref takes a point or something. I'm sure. Yeah, so like <laughs> let you know, let's let's not. Let's not be mistaken. If this was Floyd against Connor MMA, oh my god, it would be a oh, murder. Yeah. Like you, you, yeah, get get the ambulance out. Like it's it would be di- disgusting, you know. Right. And you know, uh, that's it. You know, if that was if that pay per view is two hundred bucks to watch, I'd buy it twice. To watch <laughs> Flo- I'd watch Floyd Mayweather get destroyed in MMA. Just well, that's shut just his goddamn uh, mouth up. Yeah, how big of, much of a fan you are. So, but with Connor, <laughs> with Connor um, taking him on in boxing, and then it, you know, I think it's awesome that Connor is willing to do it. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I was getting, you know, hey, yeah, he's getting pay paid. Me, that's why sure. you pay me forty million dollars to step in the ring with uh, who's my size? What am I? I'm a heavyweight. It'd be mm-hmm. like. Uh, like an Anthony, um, yeah. And uh, who's the heavyweight champion in England right now? Of course, yeah, I would. Anthony Joshua. There we go, Anthony Joshua. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, who wouldn't? You know, um, sure. 
I don't have a legacy to protect. I don't have, you know, I, I don't have a name or a reputation to uphold. So of mm-hmm. course I would. And these guys that their profession is to, is to uphold a legacy of, 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 uh, fine boxing or, or fighting. So yeah, I mean, that's their profession. Right. So I, I don't see anybody in their right mind would take this fight. So yeah, I, I would mean, just, anybody I, I, in their right mind wouldn't, would refuse to fight. You mean, right? right. You're saying like nobody would refuse to fight. Got it. So what Wait, was the no. other decisions? The other one is uh, McGregor actually the, tags him. Okay. T- tags him and knocks him down, but and wins. I don't see. I don't see McGregor winning a decision. You don't see McGregor a winning a decision. Got it's it. either if McGregor wins, it's going to be by a knockout, and it's yep. going to be by a nasty knockout. However, I think that Floyd will. Do his dance, he'll do his shuffle, and it's not like I don't think McGregor has is going to show him something that he hasn't seen in boxing because it's boxing now. Like I said, if this was MMA, different story, but it's right. not. So right. as a boxer, don't get me wrong. I think I think McGregor might surprise him in the first few rounds just with something off the wall, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to 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 put. Floyd on his face right so you know and you know I'm sure you know he's Floyd's also gonna try to preserve his legacy he's not he's 49 zero he's gonna get to 50 and zero mm-hmm. right if he if he wins mm-hmm. now but with his 50th win going up against a guy that primarily fights MMA that that won't be his last fight like that's that that'd be silly that why would you do that well, just um, the only the only way it would be. I mean, I'm just devil's advocate here, but the only reason it would be would would be more like, well, what other paydays do I need to get? I've proven everything I needed to to prove, and and this wasn't even about proving anything. This is the money grab. So it's like, you uh, just trying to be undefeated against uh, you know Father Time, because Father Time will catch up to you eventually at some point. So I don't think he's trying to go like George Foreman or something like that, and you know fight fight into his 40s but i mean could be wrong i but that i i I seriously doubt it though so i mean um, did you do you remember when james tony fought in mma and i remember the fight very very well because i remember i remember james tony as a boxer Mm -hmm. but then he stepped in the ring against randy couture you know uh boxing wrestler i mean it was takedown choke like i think it's in the first round within two or three minutes no, I, 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 I believe it. I, I don't, and I don't think, I don't think that is uh, what's at at stake. I don't think anybody is saying like boxing is gonna be able to prove that it's better than MMA. Like through this fight, I think that's already been determined. Like that, boxing is a very restrictive set of you know rules, um, a, a restrict, a very like restrictive game, and so therefore it's kind of you're you're just the best at that very limited set of rules and so the moment you expand it to like these other skill sets it it's it's it doesn't even matter anymore kind of like what you said with the whole chess and checkers thing so oh and i just i just feel that mma is uh more indicative of a of a fight boxing is is boxing you know that's yeah. like it's but like both of these things are sports like so right. within the context of sport right so just just kind of like uh, boxing, you know, professional boxing versus like Olympic boxing, you know, like that's even less of a fight, right? 
they have like the the pads and stuff and um or 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 um do you remember like like karate tournaments or taekwondo tournaments it's like you're not even fighting there you're just like trying to hit the guy it's almost like fencing like with your feet you know or with your no, with your feet and hands right as long as you you get them in the in the the body armor right and then they stop whatever's happening there and then you get a point for that you know and then they start mm-hmm. over so it's uh it's 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 just different sports and that's that's fair and that's fine and so mcgregor going in i think is just for me I, i'm fascinated from the business standpoint like oh these are two guys that like they're they're innovating by coming up with a new product because this is the first time an mma person crossed over into boxing right if I, as far as i'm concerned and and to make as big of a splash like to 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 um no they're 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 it's not the first time but oh. it's the first time to get a MMA guy who's at the top of his game in his prime because mm-hmm. the, I re- just recently there was a uh, MMA guy who died boxing really he yeah he got some kind of concussion uh, went to the hospital and didn't make it wow. Oh, okay. So I I know it's like MMA guys will will box to make money. Okay. Yeah, but in in terms of just like trying to come up with hmm, what is a product that the people want to see? Like they they're just trying to craft like a an, a dream pay per view product. Yeah, a dream fight, um, or dream scenario, right? So like in other sports, it would be like, all right, well, what happens if you know you see like freaking LeBron James like strap pads and go play running back for you know. Can, well, you ima- I don't I- can you imagine that? Lebr- <laughs> LeBron James is like a tight end, like if we're on, six, on the Browns eight, or something. Two, <laughs> two sixty on the Browns. Oh God! Well, because he's in Cleveland, give, so unless give, he's give traveling, some, give him some credit, man. Put him on like Dallas or something. Well, if he'd be in unless Miami, then he'd be on the Dolphins. There you go. So, okay, fine. I, don't know. I Just... see that, but what's yeah? yeah well, so what? He he's gonna um, let's watch LeBron watch a fumble. Yeah. Um, let's let's watch uh, LeBron watch an interception. Well, what, okay. What team? What team would you put him on to get the most uh, money? Right, big money. Most money, Dallas. 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 Just Dallas? because of the yeah. mar- and not that I'm a Dallas fan, but just because of the market and um, they have Dak. And don't, I'm not even a big like I said, not a big Dallas fan. But just you. after watching da- uh, Dak, dude. Yeah. I mean that guy. I mean you can say what you want about Dallas. That that guy's uh, pretty talented. Yeah, it's, so just think about like just people crossing over into different sports now. It's kind of kind of crazy, but yeah. How do you? It's for the about, business aspect. Go how ahead. do you? How do you feel about the Raider? The the moves of the West Coast teams, uh, San Diego making it to L.A. and then the more controversial Oakland <laughs> going to Las Vegas. I'm like, this is the worst fucking idea possible. Yeah, let's take let's take young athletes in their early twenties. Give them from troubled backgrounds. Yeah, usually, from, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from troubled backgrounds, give them millions of dollars. Oh, and toss them in casinos filled with hookers and mafia. Yeah, yeah. smart, smart. Yeah. I don't. This get, is not I good. don't get. Like, this is the worst idea ever. Does Utah have a football team? They need, they need a. They need a football team. <laughs> that would help, oh, right? Yeah. That's the, the. Yeah, yeah. It's just I. I don't seeing. I don't. I. Now, call me negative Nancy on this one, but I have a feeling within the first year, one of those players is going to die from a cocaine overdose. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like I said, negative Nancy. Yeah. And then another one yeah. will be busted with a hooker. 
right, and then right. another one will be busted for like very heavy gambling debts. It's a, yeah, I mean, yeah, like the Charles Barkley kind of thing syndrome or something. Um, and 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 also like it doesn't. It's already hard enough to be like successful in these leagues. Like just because you enter the league, does it like it, it's been documented how many people end up in financial trouble or having financial problems after they leave the league. And I, I, I if I remember, the average time in the league is very short and less than five years. Yeah, maybe like three, right, or something, two or three. And then after that, it's like, oh, all right, now you got to find your next career, uh, if you have one. Uh, and, then, because, and then whatever because you a, made, because a, a four four forty is uh, heavily coveted by most uh, corporations. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you gotta you gotta try to manage manage the money, right? But usually, what you do is you just surround the athletes, just surround themselves with sharks, man. Can, People can being like, imagine? yeah, I can take care of you. Can you imagine showing up to your next job interview and the guy going, uh, so what's your vertical and bench reps? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, the, the, what what it is is it's indicator of hard work. That's that's basic. I mean, that that would be a, a for sure thing. To be like, look, I'm a hard worker, you know. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just totally say that they're not qualified for any jobs or anything. No, oh, they're no. definitely qualified I, for lots of jobs. Play, football players, athletes. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that they're not smart, but I'm just saying is when your identity is so surrounded by your physical accolades and then your accomplishments on. Uh, through through competition, you know, to, I mean, I'm sure translating that over to another industry wouldn't be uh, difficult. The, the, the ethics wouldn't be difficult, but I mean, you know, you're still going from yeah. white belt to black belt. And know? also, and then also like the, the influx, like you said, the inflow of money is going to drastically go down. So then it's a matter of like, well, how's your lifestyle? Like, it's very hard to get your lifestyle to go, to scale all the way down to, you know, a, a, a living where you can sustain, even even the even if you save the money that you made in the league, have stretching that out. You know, not not forever. all in forever. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how much money like this uh, fight's gonna make. Um, because it's gonna smoke. I think the I think the biggest was uh was Floyd Pacquiao. Yeah. I you know I can't if. if I can't imagine how much how much more it's going to be because I mean you're drawing in the MMA. You know how much they're charging for the the pay per view? I don't know, like a hundred bucks or something. Ninety nine, ninety five. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Showtime. which which is like crazy. Like wow, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna look up real quick. Uh, Manny Pacquiao and uh, Pacquiao purse. Right? Are we talking about the purse? No, you want to look up uh, pay per view buys. Oh, pay per view. Yeah, because that's where all the money's coming from, and then also the sponsors. I mean, I think if I remember yeah. seeing it on Facebook, right, the to sponsor the the fight, it's ten million bucks. Yep. Wow. To have your name to have your name associated with that. Fight. So that fight, that fight, um, was was also for like eighty nine ninety five to ninety nine ninety five for that fight, and yeah. um, and it's at four point four million viewers, so it generated more than four hundred million dollars in domestic revenue. So you think it's gonna it's gonna well I think it's gonna be beyond that too. So like, how how high do you think it'll go? Like double or maybe mm. one and a half, six hundred, uh, uh, yeah. six hundred mil maybe, six hundred plus, six hundred plus. Because yeah, because it's more than four hundred. To... You're gonna get all the fight fans. You're gonna get uh-huh. a lot of guy, a lot of people that want to see that want to see Floyd fall on his face. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and not to get racial or anything, but I got you. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be you know all of Ireland will either be at that fight or think about it. They're that fight they're buying that fight. Yeah, be, they're yeah. either gonna buy it, but those Irish fans will show up. Right. You know, like yeah. it, it's one thing, like I. When you put a uh, national identity on a fighter like uh, Pacquiao or mm-hmm. like with McGregor, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you represent that, that yeah. weight, that tremendous, that tremendous pressure that you get from representing a country right. it, it, that, I mean, you want to talk about, I, I would call it an advantage. Like it's, that's an inspiration. You Motivation. Represent, yeah. Sure. You represent a country. Sure. You know, this, you might as well be fighting in the Olympics. You know, right. this is, you're, you're showing that where you come from is the best. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, with McGregor, it's, uh, it's very inspiring. And like, if you know his story, um, you know, they said, uh, it, I was reading up on him and it, it, I guess he was cashing welfare checks four years ago, Wow. four years ago, welfare, you know, Yeah. and didn't have a job, but just knew that he would make it. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of his quotes are just, I, I don't have talent. This is just belief. This is just me proving people wrong. And that's that's my only job is proving people wrong and proving myself right. Like, I just yeah. have belief. And I mean, that's amazing. I mean, if y- you can't deny that that's, that, that, that's incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. to come from, to, to, to see how fast he rose and to see what he's accomplished and to see what he's accomplishing, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the fighter's uh, life. Like not 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 to discount what you said, but it's not an it's it's not an uh, completely uncommon story to 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 be somebody from a disadvantaged background to say like, oh, this looks like this could be a potential meal ticket, and I could work hard and 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 make it because like, what other options do I do I have? You know, so I'm sure there's a fair amount of belief, maybe uh, desperation, the, rock, the Rocky you know? stories. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, and not na- on top of that, he's also representing not just the country, but now he's also representing this other sport, right, of MMA. Yeah, now, so that's now I represent Pacquiao didn't have. The UFC, well, but Pacquiao had the Philippines. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah oh, understood. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty No, no, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this is an added factor. I wasn't trying to make a comparison, you know, yeah. but it's just an added factor there. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a bigger draw. Um, because, because, uh, Mayweather is just that more, much, that much more like defeatable now as he gets a bit older, you know, um, he's admitted that like, he's very rusty right now. And so he's training, you know, before, before the, the fight. Um, and he's, and he's getting worked out by the much younger guys. And, um, you could, you could, I could see, like, I was watching that press conference. That's why we're talking about this today for me, at least is because I was watching the, like, the press conference on just from YouTube, um, the clips of the press conference in, and you could tell like it was show. And then like when they go, when the, when the press go to interview, kind of like ask one-on-one questions and stuff. Right. It's, it's almost like wrestling. It's almost like WWE at this point, the press conference. That's when the show happens. That's when the, you know, the jet, the, the freaking piss contest occurs, but it's not really like, you don't really get a sense of who they are as people like i'll bet you uh mayweather's like dude mcgregor you and me this is smart 
Like, they're dancing. You know what I mean? They, they're trying to win, obviously. But just kind of like how uh, in, in, in WWE, like, you, you actually have to work with each other to entertain and, and sell the, the fight that you had. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go into, you know, like, uh, WWE being being kind of uh, more theater, right, than sport. Um, and, and in both things, obviously, a lot of talent is required. And um, it's, it's just a different a platform, you know, uh, like theater versus sport. So MMA and, uh, and boxing... Um, there is a winner and, and both parties are trying to win, like really trying to win. And that's, that's to your point earlier, that's winning is more important than like pleasing the crowd. And that's essentially the difference. Yeah. It's more, it's it's more important than the narrative. Exactly. They'll let the, they'll let the, um, promoters, uh, they'll let the promotion companies, they'll let HBO or Showtime or whoever handle the narrative. Right do their whatever 24 sevens and their documentaries and their behind the scenes and they're leading up to the fight. But at the end of the day, it's like, all right, well, we're going to compete. But for this one, see for this one, it's, it's, it's blurring those lines even more because, um, we, we, people want to see the fight more than they want to, I think even more than they like really care about who the winner is. It's spectacle. Yeah, yeah. You know, elephant versus right. lion. Right. So it's. I, st- it, I still want to watch it. Yeah, that's true. You know, as a, as, true. A, as as a as a as a fight fan, I want to watch it, and just as a pure martial artist, just to see, like, I want to see if if McGregor can crack the code. That's mm-hmm. that's it. You know. Right. Don't get me wrong. It, it's pretty satisfying to know that you know some guy who's. Uh, been you know tagged for domestic violence you know the idea of him like someone getting a crack at that guy and that uh you know you have a rags to riches kind of rocky story going on with mcgregor um you know i mean that those are all emotional ties to this fight but Uh just as a as a as a pure spectator uh as a fan and then as a martial artist um i'm gonna enjoy watching it i just don't i just don't know how i'm gonna pay for it yet yeah yeah, yeah, no, and so there's a there's a term I think for this, um, and actually maybe you can link this to show notes because there's a I, I bring up these video essays from time to time. Uh, there's this guy Nerdwriter One, and he he writes about something called um, Schaden Schadenfreude Schadenfraud or something like that, um, which is a German term, which is why I'm butchering it. But essentially, it's defined as like pleasure derived by someone else's like misfortune, you know. Oh. And, and so so it's a train wreck basically right you, you get to troll. watch a train wreck yeah the trolling troll. or like the, the the fail fail videos and all that stuff right that you get to see it's it, you get a little hit of that um when, when you see people in high places get knocked down a peg or a bunch of pegs or you know um yeah you can punch drive, you can punch drive, their, drive their car into a tree or something like that then you know like yeah like uh like stand-up comics calling it punching up like you can make fun of people that are above you you can't make fun of people oh. below you because that's kind of fucked up oh yeah that's it with the chris rock bit right i think he talks about that i think, and, think so yeah I yeah mean, i heard like, joe rogan mentioned that too you can punch you can punch up you can't punch down yeah if you punch down that's just asshole. fucked up yeah exactly you're just, now you're just an asshole at that point <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah um yeah but i'll i'll, I'll send that link in a bit the sh- uh Schoden freud fraud uh, whatever yeah, shaden we'll freud yeah. yeah um 
But essentially, I think it's got some of that factor in it too. So they've packaged up a very nice product here. I oh yeah, and don't get me wrong. I think the yeah, it gives the casual boxing and MMA fan something to argue about, and then it's just going to culminate. And they're banking on it. I mean, they, yeah. if you know if this fight's bait, and I already ate it twice. So well, we're talking you know, about it. So we're we're baited. We're we're a comedy podcast, and we're talking about freaking Mayweather uh, McGregor or yeah. McGregor Mayweather, whichever way you want to put it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, it's the thing is this this fight really transcends a lot of lines. So I would love to see I would love to see a podcast like um like something really highbrow like like revisionist history or like freakonomics or something do like a breakdown of uh you know or like yeah, some would, sort of like data science like five thirty eight or something oh probably five thirty eight would do something the, uh, is it Tim Fer no Tim Ferriss doesn't do it um who's there's a guy. That uh, the history that history podcast of like Genghis Khan, um, he did like an eight part series or something like that. And each <laughs> and each one was like two hours long. Fuck like that. Maybe, like the rise and fall of uh, Mongolia or something like that. Like that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, right. Or yeah, those guys that do the documentaries. Um, there's an uh Ken Burns. Uh, he does these like documentaries for PBS for like the Civil War or something like that. That'd so be hilarious. You, you know, I call those the uh, cure to insomnia. Like, oh, you really can't sleep? Just wait. Just, yeah. just wait. Just wait. <laughs> James Earl Jones narrates. <laughs> as, you know, as, as the fast- Mayweather McGregor, uh, <laughs> the Mayweather McGregor press conference. Can you imagine? No, not James Earl Jones and, uh, and Morgan Freeman. Uh, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I wish I could. I, I if if anybody can do impersonations of both of those two arguing the merits between <laughs> between yeah, yeah. McGregor and uh, Mayweather, that'd be great. Dude, there's somebody who can. Um, I'm gonna pull up his name because I haven't. Um, wait, you have someone who can do both? Yeah, Caliendo, Frank Caliendo, right? Oh, you the stand-up. Yeah. Okay. Frank Caliendo I mean, does, can definitely do. He, he does the he, he does the the merits on on McGregor and, and Mayweather. I think he could. Uh, he did oh, no, a thing. Yeah. No, where... I'm sure he could, but I'm just saying he has. Like he no, has no, 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 no. We're, no, we're like, oh my god, that's now. crazy. We're, I'm gonna jump on Twitter after this and say, hey, Caliendo, do this shit. Um, um, and because I know I've I've heard him do Morgan Freeman before. He he did a thing where like he read. I think um, the letter that LeBron James wrote when he came back to Cleveland, and he read that as Morgan Freeman, and it was freaking hilarious. Oh, I'm sure so, that that was uh... yeah. So show note that one. We'll show <laughs> note the other one too. Yeah. If you are in any type of media, uh, be it written or spoken or you know video, and mm-hmm. you have not at least somewhat discussed this fight, then you aren't a real like a real person podcast. yeah <laughs> like it's this fight this this fight is going to be watched and talked about and studied and it's going to be one of those things that it's the once in the lifetime type of thing for a lot of us no i i i enjoy it i i enjoy the uh the spectacle like you said um i'm i'm not gonna pay for it they, they, they're not gonna take my money quite yet um i'm not gonna bootleg it though you know i'm just gonna do what I do, lurk from the outside, or maybe one. I, I think the closest I'll do maybe is like wind up in a sports bar. Oh no, 
I won't. I just realized something. I have a wedding that I have to go to on that day. What? So guess who's going to be huddled up in like the kitchen? What? Okay. Yeah. First, of, first of all, whichever whichever dude let yeah. that happen. No, well, he he's not number one. He's not super into boxing, and number two, his wedding date was planned before he knew about like Mayweather and McGregor. You might as well not like out. just scratch off all the guests that were bringing guys. You might as well like that's like, yeah. Like try like everything is like unless you're a sports bar, your business is gonna be a ghost town. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, where's everybody? Uh. Really? No, you're gonna you're gonna see like a coordinated shuffling out of like yeah, I gotta step out real quick, <laughs> and like yeah, come back, pop out, oh, and pop back in the wedding. Yeah, or you're gonna or you're gonna like a collective. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh shit! In the middle of the fucking wedding, you're just gonna yeah. you're just like, gonna hey, hear. We haven't cut the cake yet. You're gonna I don't hear understand like what's going on. guys just hooting and hollering yeah. over something. And then all the other guys in the wedding just turning their heads and be like, what, what, what? And then what, like... What? <laughs> Honey, find my penis. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. So, I'm going to be at a wedding that day. So, <laughs> all right. So, you're going to say I'm not going to have a penis? Congratulations. No, I'm being a good friend. Yeah. It's yes, all good. To your friend without a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I guess so. I don't I'm think just so. Giving but you shit obviously, yes. obviously. Yeah, yeah. If, if things if happen, those com- if those comments make me a misogynistic, transphobic, dude, transphobic. Are we at that point now? Like homophobic is like old fashioned now. We gotta say I, transphobic. I I watched a video of this 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 woman saying that uh, saying good morning is is sexist. I saw that on Facebook. I didn't even want to watch it. I'm just like. <laughs> That's what? clickbait right there. I'm like, like I, the amount of stupid that's involved in trying. It to, makes sense. To, no, no, no. It makes sense because the common ending to "Good morning" is, you know, "Good morning." Have you made my sandwich yet? So that's very sexist. <laughs> Good morning. Where's my breakfast, bitch? Like, <laughs> that's that's probably, you know. Good morning. You, you burnt my toast. Sandwich? You, you, you burnt my toast, bitch. Yeah. Um, so. You know, so I I can see I can see the argument right there. It's it's Why is fine. It your titty in my mouth. <laughs> she is she's smart. It's it's okay. There are so many posts on Facebook now and yeah. videos on YouTube where I just cringe because <laughs> I'm so, just like so, you, can't, you can't even just, yeah. you can't even be nice to someone in the morning. You can't you can't say good morning. Or, or you'd have to put like a disclaimer. Should we have, you know, we're already like kind of like 40 something ish minutes into this podcast. Um, should we have put like a disclaimer card? <laughs> Maybe we we'll did. do it now. It's explicit. <laughs> we had an episode that, that even when I was listening to the episodes for, uh, to, to put the notes in. Yeah. One of the, like the Alan cut it to where the first thing you say is good thing. We started this episode with faggots. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Way to go, Alan, with the editing. Way to go, Alan, with the editing. Way to go, Alan, with the editing. Yeah. So if you're listening, I don't even need to explain to you. The fact that you're listening is already a self-selection technique for this podcast. Right? Uh, it, it's And look, like I said, way to go, Alan, with the editing. If it makes me a transphobic misogynistic asshole 
you probably don't want to listen to any more episodes than I no, 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 no. Actually, no, on the contrary. If it makes you come off that way, they haven't listened to you enough, Paul, because they don't really know who you are. You are a sweet, gentle flower of a man, you know? That may be transphobic. I don't know, you know, so. Well, um, only if I show my flower, then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the the point being is sometimes that's where, like, that sensitivity stuff can can uh, really get to me. As you're like, wait, wait. You're like, we, I was talking about this with a friend today. It's like, wait. In order to preach tolerance, your method is to be like, be critical of people who are different than you. You know what I'm saying? It's to be divisive. Yeah. Your way of accepting everyone is to divide everybody. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense. So if, if, if we're coming across a certain way, uh, then I clearly, you know. I can't even imagine like yeah. how much energy it takes for that stupidity. Like it, I, the, uh, it, I, can't, I can't even imagine. <laughs> you can't even form a sentence. <laughs> That's it boggles my mind when I hear like super right or left wing arguments. Yeah. It, I just, it hurts my head. Yeah. And look, I'm not left yeah. and I'm not right. I'm parts of both, you know, like I'm a yes. complete person and I'm free to make decisions that in situate certain situations will make me decide you know, to the right, let's say, and then within other things will make me decide to the left because I don't care whether like, I'm not trying to answer for the right or the left. I'm just going to try to answer for me. And yeah. if I don't have it right, then that's okay. I can live with that. Like I can live with who I am and I'll learn and I'll change. And I'm okay. Even with like my opinions about things changing over time, that's fine. You know, how do you navigate this with your children? How to, I, what do you mean? I, like, I, like, being accepted I, people like, or what? Same no, answer. just like the the whole identity politics kind of because I'm sure it's going to trickle in to their education and you know the, I mean they they go to school it's going to happen you know it's yeah. gonna it's that that kind of uh, education uh, like public education it's it's trickling into that too you know mm -hmm. and it's I I don't know this whole like no there's no losers um, you know. Yeah, the whole the, the whole snowflake term. It's mm -hmm. every everybody's different, like everybody else. It's, it's man, that I can't imagine how difficult that's going to be for yeah to, to navigate. I'll, I'll admit, I mean, I haven't thought about it yet, just because of how young the kids are right now. But I'd imagine it would go something like, you know, when you when you when you uh, make friends with somebody, or when you think you want to make friends with somebody, make sure you make friends with them because of just like who they are specifically as opposed to like what what kind of buckets you're trying to put them in. You're going to know whether they're male or female. You're going to know kind of what race they are. You're going to know probably some sort of socioeconomic status based on the way that they act and they talk and they behave. Um, and so through all that, there is a person on the other side. So the thing you're trying to befriend is that person on the other side. And you don't have to be friends with everybody. Now, you have to be nice to everybody. But that doesn't mean you have to agree with everybody. So treat everybody with the common, you know, with, with common decency. People you don't like, guess what? Be nice to people you don't like. Doesn't mean pearl. that you have, huh? That's a part of for, for, that's a, you could put that on a t-shirt. Uh, be nice to people you don't like? No, 
you, just, you you have to be nice to everybody, but you don't have to agree with everybody. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, Christian Van Atlanta. All right, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, it's 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 so. I mean, so for me, like above all above all else, if my kids are smart, that's great. If they're talented, that's great. If they're creative, that's great. But above all else, like I, I want good kids. So character. And everything else is good, but if they don't have good character, then the rest of it is kind of secondary. So that's that's how I've been approaching it all along. Don't want to raise assholes. So, what's that now? You don't want to raise assholes. I don't want to raise assholes. No, because then, yeah, smart assholes. What the hell? You know, like come on. They turn out like us. Yeah. Well, no, we're okay. <laughs> we're just we're just on the outside. Asshole exterior. Nougat in the center. You know. Nougat. Creamy, creamy nougat. Yeah. Nougaty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Paul. Re- reel it, ring it in, man. Just rein it in. Hookers yeah. and nougat. Hookers, Hookers and nougat. Hookers and nougat. I think you just named our episode. No, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Boy, we're hitting. We're hitting all of the lowbrow. Whenever, like trendy meme shit today, aren't we? Whenever. Well, yeah, it's because just me and you now. Now it's I guess like so. Alan. Alan has no way to object. To, he can't steer this ship right no, now. No, he can. He can cut it. It'll be a very short episode, and I think maybe we'll thank him for it. That's fine. We've we've brought it. We've brought it to this garbage level. I don't know if we can recover, but if we do, <laughs> it's fine. If we don't, so what are you doing next week? This is yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next week, um, actually, the wifey is going to be doing some fun stuff. So I'm going to be holding it down, looking after the kids, being a good husband, being a good dad, doing that sort of stuff. Um, so she's she's going to go to like a wine uh, tasting event thing um, because the guys have been doing their fair share of stuff. Like, again, I've been, uh, you know. Uh, I've been I've, I've made a lot of friends with my neighbors, and so the the men in those groups of neighbors, we've gone out and done like brew hops and stuff, and but the ladies haven't ever done anything, or at least not not in a while. So they're gonna get their chance to do something. Um, I think that's it. Uh, and yeah, and then maybe uh, play some basketball on Friday because I'm back to playing basketball again, so that's nice. But uh, what about you? I have. Uh... On my calendar, it's uh, my one of my nephew's uh, birthdays. Now, I qu- a question for you: mm-hmm. um, Being uh, that you you've probably been to your fair share of birthday parties with uh, with kids, sure, where you get to go to uh, plenty of them throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, two questions for you: um, mm-hmm. I've actually shot uh, birthday parties, so I show okay. up with my camera. But when family, like I'm family, yep. obviously it's my nephew. So, how do you like? What what do you think of of that kind of stuff? I that's probably too broad. What do you think about family members taking pictures at your family events? Be it iPhone or DSLR. Oh, um well we we it depends on how formal things are. Um for example, like if me personally, I err on the side of actually not taking a lot of photos and and stuff and just really just being there and enjoying the moment. Um and actually more like <clears throat> policing after kids and stuff like that you know so um uh i think it depends on how formal it is meaning that like if they have some sort of kind of events planned around whether it's some sort of game that all the kids play or some sort of show or act that comes in and and does some sort of performance 
Um, then, then there will be these sort of built-in moments for like photo ops and stuff. And then I don't mind that, you know, um, the main thing is just, I just try not to be disruptive, you know? So would, would, would you, would you as a parent, um, now say like, obviously I'm family, but say they have other, other kids that are there, Mm -hmm. um, that aren't family. Um, Now I I you know as a as a courtesy I I provide I give the 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 pictures to my nephew's parents mm-hmm. and I just provide them online on a gallery but then I also make prints available so that way if they want to buy something they can but if they oh. don't want to then if they don't want to then you know hey that's uh yeah you know, enjoy your web enjoy your web download but if you want like a high resolution one it costs more to take it off my server but whatever yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I see. So for that, so I'm getting a sense of, unless you're not explaining it correctly, I'm, I'm getting a, I would get a sense of like reluctance of, of it being like a pitch towards some sort of like, like sort of some sort of marketing. Um, and so as long as you kind of avoid that situation where you're not like, hey, I took pictures of, of your kids. Um, like, let me know if you want me to do like your events and stuff like that i don't i i would probably be a little off put by that um now because i think they would it would be pretty obvious at least as far as i'm concerned it would be pretty obvious that like oh you especially if you bring like a bigger camera or something or you you don't yeah you don't whip out your smartphone and take pictures there then then it'll be like okay if they're interested they'll be like hey does that guy like do photography and stuff then they'll kind of I think come to you, but that's just my personal opinion. I wouldn't, I, I don't know if every parent's like that, but for me personally, I think it would be, um, well, cool like, if you shared it, but anything that starts involving like a transaction sort of thing, I wouldn't even put, I wouldn't even offer it. Wow. To be honest. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. That, that's, yeah. I, I've been looking for input on that because yeah. everybody wants the pictures, but yeah. of course nobody wants to pay for them, which look, I get, but yeah. you know, if I'm going to break out professional gear and then do professional editing, I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. So, paid as a professional. But right. I, I, like, so yeah. but the thing is, like, I do this for family, and I mm-hmm. provide the images for free. Yeah. But then I've I've also shot. Uh, I've also been hired to do birthday parties. Where That's different. I, yeah. I've I've been contracted by the parents to to shoot the pictures. I'll I'll yeah. sh- I'll send you a link after this, and I I want I kind of wanted your opinion. Okay, um, sure. Just because I I know you're a photo fan. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I, you know, not but I can also speak, speak from just... the point of view of like the, you know, father. somebody who's got, yeah, as a father and somebody who, who potentially purchases or like, doesn't want to purchase pictures or something like that. Right. Right. And so, like for, yeah. for me, that input would be, uh, greatly appreciated because I, that way you can let me know if, uh, yeah. there's something that like either I'm overdoing or underdoing. Yeah. But so I won't, I won't pull yeah. any, uh, I won't pull any punches, I guess is what you're saying. Like I won't be, uh. Because maybe I know people you'll be are, are trying to be polite. Yeah. 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 So I know I'll you'll give be you the, the, I'll okay. give you the honest. And you may not like it, what you hear, but I, I mean, I think that's kind of what you're asking for. So, right. No, yeah. I, I like me, uh, my, my photography mentor when I, when I was first kind of learning the ropes, mm-hmm. um, he always told me that, uh, look, behind closed doors, I'm going to tear you to shreds, but it's okay. going to stay behind closed doors. Yep. So, yeah. No, and you know, look. Even if you want to go through my stuff and you want to tear me up on the podcast, I don't. I don't mind that either. Nah, it's not like I don't. I don't feel like it's. Uh, Boy, that'll be the day. Tearing up your photography skills, a visual trade 
through a podcast, which is audio. <laughs> Boy, so much fun for the yeah. listeners. Oh, yeah. This picture yeah. sucks. This one sucks. This one really sucks. This one, I don't know. I'm going to walk out the room. Like, what? <laughs> it's about the extent of what you'll get. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. Okay, so, no. all right, I'll just plug it. Uh, PaulDeLeon.com. There we go. I'll put it in the show notes. Check out my stuff. And uh, what is it? Worldwide Food Adventures? Is that right? Yes. Did I get yeah, that the, right? Yeah, the, the Japan, the Japan uh, series is uh, slowly being put out, but it's being put out. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I said, you could check out all that stuff through pauldeleon.com. That's actually a pretty entertaining um, uh, read. Um, did you get through Japan? Did you see the Japan stuff? I did. I didn't give you my, my feedback. So I'll give you my feedback now, which is, is a pretty entertaining uh, read. Um, that's the short story on it and uh, I didn't quite finish it yet because it is a long read so you know in the world of uh, Twitter and and Facebooks and stuff it's not it's it's not 140 characters you know but it's a very it it's a it's a nice read like it's an easy read it's not like it's super dense where I have to go through it like repeatedly a bunch of times so it's a nice breeze it's a nice like breeze through Japan so very cool did, did you were you able to to click through the images at all um, I just scrolled through the images, but I didn't actually click on them to like blow them up. Okay. I was trying to actually more compare like your captioning for the pictures that you took. So, okay. Yeah. Well, see, like one actual... of I'm still. I didn't even I'm know you could debating. click on the pictures, but uh, maybe I, that was me not is, paying attention. I've been debating because I don't know how many people are reading the blog through their phone uh, versus the website. So mm-hmm. I've been debating on whether or not to get all the images and just put them in a gallery where it's all blown up or to have it to where it's small and like thumbnail. So then that way they can kind of click on what they want. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure through uh, through a phone or an iPad, it's a little bit more difficult. So just yeah. getting people to wait. And the thing is, there's a lot of images. I think for that first uh, for that first blog, it's like a hundred and something images. Cause okay. I, I took a lot in Matsumoto. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I I liked it more for the the story the story that you you told, and then the pictures helped kind of uh, augment and and help add to that story. So, on the, on, so I think if if you want your pictures to be the highlight of things, then probably you got to cut down on the words a lot more. You know. Wow. Okay. And you tell the story through the captions, and then it's more like it becomes more like a slideshow, or oh, through the captions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good idea. Something no, like I never that. thought. Of, I never thought to do that. Yeah, yeah. or or and, and sometimes if you want to do something where it's like it really is like a slideshow, then maybe some of your pictures are not actually pictures, but they're just like like maybe on a on a black background and then some white text that that to, for dramatic effect, you know, like just some words, but not a, again, not a paragraph, not a lot of words, but. I don't know. Just that's that's kind of that's my take on it, at least. No, that's that's very helpful because yeah. I, I a lot of people when they uh, when I talk to them them about the blog, it's just it's all it's a lot of praise, which I'm I'm very happy to get. But there's like vague. nothing nothing specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's uh, working, what's not working. Yeah. So. You know, absolutely. Um, that's that's what uh, we aim to do here. We aim to please, but we aim to please specifically on the uh, on the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, 